0: If you like this podcast and would like to support us, please rate, comment, and subscribe.
1: And also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel.
0: And now it's time to get a unique slant on current events from your favorite half Asian couple. Get ready to know what's happening in the world today with your host, Shane and Nico.
1: Hey, what's happening, everybody?
0: (laughs) This is not Halloween. Merry Christmas.
1: Yeah, happy holidays. What?
0: Happy holidays. Which holidays are you talking about? I don't know.
1: Whatever holidays. Happy Hanukkah? Yeah.
0: I guess today when we're recording this, today is Hanukkah. Oh, it is? I think so. Uh, I'm not an expert.
1: Yeah. Sorry. But yeah, Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you.
0: And happy new year.
1: Yeah. That's right. Uh
0: We'll see you in the next decade.
1: Oh, I have to it's say like that. At the end. Oh, yeah, that's right. 2020 dust, mm-hmm. stupid. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, this is episode 50, the big five-oh of what's happening. I'm Shane and
0: I'm Nico. Why am I looking at you when I say that? I <laughs> right. I'm Nico. Hey, nice hey, to meet hey, you. How are you? Hey. <laughs> All
1: right. Yeah, so uh, this is going to be uh, what is it? What? This is
0: going to be what? I don't know. You already said the episode number. Oh, I did? Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> anyway, so we're going to do some, because uh, we have a couple of uh, some like holiday-themed mm-hmm. stories that we wanted to talk about, kind of go over. Um, but we do have some uh, other stories we want to talk about as well. Uh, and l- like you said, this is what, the last episode, uh, what, of the year for us, because we also have some ones that we we'll be releasing uh, during the Christmas week and, and all that
0: yeah, we, had, we did some interviews with some people. Mm-hmm. So that'll be good.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be great. And uh, look forward to that. So the first big story that we want to talk about, it's actually more of an article, I guess, but it's kind of going over the entire year of 2019. Um, because 2019 has been a uh, I don't, it's been a pretty interesting year, I guess would be the right term for you know people list what like people following politics and all that stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, in the Foundation for Economic Education website, they have a website uh, that kind of goes over or not website an article, sorry, an article that goes over the worst state laws proposed and passed in 2019, the 10 worst. So. You know, of course, it's about, you know, if you think uh, your your freedoms are are still there, there's just more of your freedoms is going away, it seems like. Yep. Um, So it's going to go down from 10 to one. And I don't know if anyone can actually um, see that that they're watching this right now. But anyway, uh, so the first one, oh, wait, look. At different points throughout history, Americans have banned Christmas, alcohol, and bikinis. Other threats, like comic books, were not outright banned, but ruined through regulation. It's part of the weird, yeah. Anyway, so number ten, Massachusetts lawmakers tried to criminalize saying "bitch."
0: It's a proposed law.
1: Yeah, which is kind of funny. I
0: just think that's ridiculous. Like, can you imagine? It's like you hear someone say, bitch, and it's like, well, I guess you're getting fined. Mm-hmm. $200 fine and six months in jail? Yeah. Holy crap.
1: Yeah. Uh, it was, um, I guess it was brought off, brought to us in the Massachusetts legislature by uh, state rep Daniel Hunt, Democrat in Boston.
0: Democrat, huh? Mm-hmm. That's
1: interesting. Proposed legislation that would make it a crime to say the B word. <laughs> what are we, five? Yes. To accost, annoy, degrade, or demean someone. And like you said, if you're found guilty, you would face a $200 fine and up to six months in jail.
0: Okay. So So, like the problem when you're banning speech is like, how do you, are you banning it on the intent? Because how can you determine someone's intent when it comes to like speech?
1: Like you're talking about.
0: um, I mean, like when it comes to like swear words and stuff, not like inciting violence obviously someone's gonna say oh but nico are you, what about people inciting violence no i'm talking about like saying the b word mm-hmm. i mean bitch
1: so if you just say oh, look at that son of a bitch over there hey i'm gonna accuse you of saying the word bitch and you hopefully be uh fined two hundred dollars and you get six months in jail but there's a dog and you know a female oh, dog is a on. bitch
0: no one ever says that
1: but that's the main term, though. Like bitch. yeah, but what
0: if you're friendly calling someone a bitch? I
1: don't know. I'd be kind like of like you're
0: a badass bitch. <laughs> six months in jail. So what about
1: um, you know, all the rap songs, and you hear a rap song. Nobody a real be rapping and...
0: in Massachusetts, in Massachusetts, in Massachusetts. All right, let's move on. To or the what one. about that
1: one song from Buck Cherry? Was like you're a, you're a crazy ass bitch or something like that, right? Crazy ass bitch. Was it? Was that song called?
0: I have no idea.
1: Oh, anyway. You don't know that song? You know that song? No. Oh. All right. Moving on, number nine. California's crackdown on the gig economy. So So
0: that... Sorry, I was just going to... Like, it's a really long thing, so I just wanted to paraphrase it.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Basically, they are, like, trying to crack down on people who are freelancers. Yeah. So... This is what I don't get, though. Isn't freelance kind of like the future? You know, like more people are doing like digital, uh, what do they call it? Digital nomad, where you work from home and Mm -hmm. either you work for yourself or some companies also offer like work from home and things like that. So I just don't understand why they would crack down on freelance.
1: Um, So I'll I'll read a little bit of the article or at least part of the um, okay. subtext there. It uh, says that number is about to shrink because it says that a reported 57 million Americans work as freelancers, like you were saying, um, and of course, in California. So that number is about to shrink. However, California lawmakers, in an effort to save us, passed Assembly Bill 5, which uses a complicated ABC test that redefines many gig workers as full-time employees. Unsurprisingly, many companies cannot take on swaths of new full-time employees who would become eligible for numerous benefits
0: yeah because then you'd have to pay well i mean businesses have to pay a lot for mm-hmm. their employees benefits in order for them to be considered full-time
1: yeah all right so, so does
0: that mean there's going to be a loss of jobs maybe because the people can't afford to pay for them
1: i don't know i mean i, I mean it's thinking because you know they, they, they're for workers' rights. You know, they're, they're for, you know, we love our workers in America, and yet freelancers, I guess, don't count, I suppose.
0: Well, they're saying, like, oh, it's better for you if you're not considered a freelancer because you mm-hmm. would get benefits through your employer. But I don't know. It's the same thing with the minimum wage stuff. Right. We don't have to get into that.
1: Yeah. Uh, number eight, Florida's Cutting Edge Anti-Hazing Act. Um, so... One such case can be found in Andrew Coffey, a Florida State University pledge who in November uh, 2017 died after excessive drinking. In response, Florida lawmakers passed what has been described as the most cutting edge anti hazing law in the US. Though no doubt well intentioned, the law allows prosecutors to charge people who weren't even present for a hazing, but were simply involved in its discussion. It's not difficult to see how an accidental tragedy could end up ruining even more lives
0: yeah i I don't really i don't know anything about hazing, but uh, so they're gonna get in trouble for just talking about it.
1: yeah, it seems like it like <laughs> you would think because obviously you know you do, people that do the hazing, I guess it kind of depends on the school. I'm not really hundred percent sure if it's a federal law in terms of if, if like like how uh, hazing is looked at i guess um but I, I know I know like in terms of hazing i have never been a part of it I'm just saying I know of hazing because it's usually like it's synonymous with like high school you know like seniors doing some bad shit to freshmen or whatever and especially mm-hmm. with sports it's really sometimes with, with the sports mm. uh, that's know, why i don't like, know about it yeah because i'm not in the circle of sports Mm-mm. nope all right so number seven is alabama's anti-road rage act
0: that i guess i would probably be fined for that if i was driving then
1: <laughs> uh so in a little bit in the, uh, in the subtext, there's this, but Alabama's anti-road rage law, which prohibits drivers from driving the left lane for more than a mile and a half without passing is hardly the solution. Drivers are more than capable of policing slow drivers through the usual means, excessive horn beeping, silent cursing, and arm waving. The stiff fines, up to $200 a pop, will likely fall on unsuspecting out-of-state drivers and be a little more than a cash cow for police.
0: Yeah, so if you're driving through Alabama, Be careful. So does that mean that if you're driving in the left lane for more than a mile and a half without passing Mm -hmm. left lane? So is that the the passing lane? I don't know. Yeah,
1: that's generally the passing lane. So usually if you're in the left lane, you know, the passing lane, there's supposed to be a car in the right lane that you're going to, it's like this, you go like, you want to do that. That's, that's what kind of what they're saying is, Oh, you haven't pass anyone. So instead of staying on the left lane for, you know, two miles because that'd be ex- excessive to what this law would be and Then a cop. Like, how is a cop even going to know that? They're going to follow you that entire time. i
0: be like, let me see how many, how long, how long it's taking them for, for them to be in that lane.
1: I don't know. That, I guess like, that
0: would, I mean, that would be good for cops who are trying to meet their quota at the end of the month. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, Right. It's like, okay, we'll just follow a couple of people and see how long they stay in this lane.
1: But it's just, it's just so dumb to think that, man, I want to, like you're saying, I want to follow that cop or that uh, car there in a the left lane. But you're just thinking, like, how how are you going to be able to police that? How are you going to be able to enforce that dumb fuck law? Like, how would you even do that?
0: I have no idea.
1: And, and, and it says in there, like, you'd be able to do it by, you know, excessive horn beeping and getting pissed. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's... Are you all right oh, over there?
0: Sorry, I'm, t- I'm yawning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Number six. Am I boring you?
0: No, I'm uh, tired.
1: Number six, Pennsylvania's violent video game tax. There you go.
0: Yeah, because I'm from Pennsylvania.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now it's all my fault. Apparently. Yep.
1: Thanks. A 10% tax on video games rated mature or adults only is uh, basically a proposal that they're thinking about doing over there. The bill was a transparent cash grab and went nowhere in the legislature. The legislation's poor showing was probably less attributable. To the dubious link between video games and violence, and more to stiff opposition from the forty-three point five billion dollar gaming industry. So,
0: oh, it wasn't passed, so that's good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, just kind of more excuses from the. Day. See, we're trying to do something about violence that's happening in our country. Something like that. Yeah. All right. So, number five, California's ban on single-use sh- uh, shampoo bottles. Shampoo bottles. Shampoo bottles. Yeah.
0: Actually, I heard about that. Oh yeah. Um, I think it has to do with hotels, right? So when you're at a hotel, you know how they give those little tiny bottles? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now they make it that it has to be like a dispenser so that you don't waste as much plastic.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's what it says. Um, yeah, because, you know, like you're saying, it gives little bottles in the hotel. Um, so if you violate the law which, again, has been passed. If you violate the law, you'll be fined $500 for their first offense and up to $2,000 for additional violations. Uh, And that would be uh, mainly, let's see, uh, it it will ban hotels starting in 2023 from supplying the little bottles as part of an effort to use less plastic, like you were just saying. Mm. Uh, Meanwhile, as lawmakers wage war on tiny shampoo bottles, the Golden State continues to struggle with the human excrement problem that has resulted in a surge of typhus. Yeah, that's kind of funny.
0: Yeah, these these are the real problems, though. Tiny shampoo bottles. You know, I like to get tiny shampoo bottles. when I'm at the hotel.
1: Yeah.
0: Because then I can just take them with me and, and keep using them if I go to like an Airbnb or something.
1: Right. Just use them. Ah, see, I got my travel stuff right here because I got them for free. I stole it from the hotel.
0: <laughs> okay, I paid for the room.
1: That's, that means I can yeah. take
0: everything in the room. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Even the no. even <laughs> the, the the sheets and the pillows and you the know, chairs. When I worked at a hotel, TV.
0: when I worked at a hotel, there were these tours like you know, older people tours who Mm -hmm. would go through and they would always steal like the hand towels. Sometimes they would steal the pillows and the sheets. I don't know why the manager kept letting them come by like those tours come by, but we had to charge them for it. Jeez. Yeah.
1: Is it kind of to make more money basically? What do you mean? Because you said they had to charge them.
0: Well, yeah, we had to charge them for it because they were stealing our stuff. Oh. If you're going to take all the towels, we got re- like, to get reimbursed for that, right? Right. Anyway.
1: All right. Number four, Virginia raises the smoking age to 21, which this has kind of been one of the things that's been floating around. You know, kind of, a lot of people have been talking about, well, you can raise the smoking age to 21, but uh, you can still send people to die you know, overseas when they're 18.
0: Yeah, it's kind of messed up. And I don't know when this article was written, but didn't that get passed? Like federally? I
1: believe so. Yeah. Let's see when it was, I think it's set up here somewhere. December nineteenth. So I was like, oh, this past Thursday,
0: I think it was past December twentieth. I, I
1: think so. Yeah.
0: So one day.
1: <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, obviously, smoking is not good for you. But people still do it anyway. Because uh, you know, for some it kind of, like, you know, calms them down or whatever. But, uh, of course, there's a lot of side effects that comes with that. Um, Virginia lawmakers took it upon themselves to prevent young adults, 18 to 20, from legally purchasing cigarettes. The law amounts to a little more than a condescending intrusion, intrusion into the lives of young people since they'll just have friends purchase their smokes for them.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't work when they do it with alcohol. How is it going to work when they do it with cigarettes?
1: Yeah. And, you know, the thing, too, about alcohol is people, even if they don't buy you know, I'm sure. I'm sure there's plenty of uh, teenagers who, or not teenagers, but like 23 year olds who say, "Yeah, I had my first alcohol beverage when I was like thirteen, fourteen, or something." Like I wasn't even legal, but I still did it anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I guess take it however you want. But even if just because it's a law, it's not going to mean everyone's going to follow it. Yeah. You know? Anyway, number three and two: Oregon and California statewide rent control laws.
0: Oh man, rent control always makes it worse so i don't know why people keep passing it i
1: don't know um but i'll read the little thing here it says economists disagree on a lot of things but they pretty much all agree on this rent control is really harmful in many cases rent control appears to be the most efficient technique present presently known to destroy a country except for bombing
0: wow (laughs) all right
1: (laughs) Uh, Alas, new laws in Oregon and California, the first of their kind, show how little politicians understand about economics. The caps on rent are sure to further reduce housing supply and quality and increase housing prices in the long run. California's housing problems are well documented. Unfortunately, they're about to get a lot worse. So there's that. And uh, number one, again, California, Gavin Newsom, just showing exactly the priorities that's going on over there. Yeah. California's water tax. Of course, this has just been a proposed. Now, again, this is from the 19th. So I don't know if they passed anything, you know, during this time. I didn't, I didn't uh, see that. But um, so again, California governor Gavin Newsom has the unfortunate distinction of making the list a fourth time. Newsom's water tax, a proposal he ultimately withdrew. Okay. So he withdrew. It was perhaps strangest. Uh, as Carrie Wedler noted on feet earlier this year, the environmental protection section of Newsom's budget sought to Establish a new special fund with a dedicated funding source from new water, fertilizer, and dairy fees to enable the State Water Resources Control Board to assist communities, particularly disadvantaged communities, in paying for the short term and long term costs of attaining access to safe and affordable drinking water. Uh, Newsom's proposal, which sparked sharp pushback from his own party, is sort of like passing a food tax to make sure people don't go hungry.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm like trying to, I'm reading this and trying to understand how that's going to help anyone. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to tax you on water to make sure that you get some water. Yeah. All right.
1: That's kind of funny. So it's just more, uh, more examples of politicians, not really understanding the problems in their own state and in the country, whether and how to best solve the, you know, to make it better, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean?
0: To bake it better make it better i heard you say
1: bake it better bake it better man bake it better you don't know, get the nice weed brownies in it.
0: <laughs> i don't know about that but i was thinking <laughs> about pie
1: oh pie would be good too
0: i'm hungry
1: now are you gonna have pie for your uh, christmas dinner or a uh, cake
0: you mean oh. for dessert
1: right? for dessert yeah not for the dinner <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna have pie for dinner pumpkin pie pecan pie oh yeah
0: pecan pie pecan
1: pie or what's another good pie? Apple pie? Cherry pie? She's my cherry pie! Right?
0: I think I've heard that.
1: <laughs> Never heard that song? Maybe? Kind of, sort of?
0: Maybe. All
1: right. <laughs> so the next thing that we're going to talk about, uh, I guess, I guess we'll do, would this be considered weird news? Eh, whatever. It's fine.
0: Wait. um, No, go to... I didn't put them in order. Do the uh, Tesco one because that's more serious.
1: Okay. So here's this one. Uh, Where is it at? Okay.
0: Oh, come on. Get out of here.
1: Tesco shuts down production at China factory amid claims Christmas cards packed by prison slaves.
0: You got to read that byline. Look.
1: Oh, the byline? Six-year-old
0: London girl discovers desperate plea from foreign prisoner inside box of cards with the message, please help us.
1: That'd be kind of scary, like if you had that you I know Like, how right? would like, like would you because I'm sure some of the thought process someone saw I'd be like, this is real or is this like someone trolling me or you know fake? you know?
0: Yeah, I mean it is from China though, so
1: Tesco has shut down production at a ch- uh, factory in China alleged to have used forced labor to make charity Christmas cards
0: To make charity Christmas cards. Mm-hmm. You know how weird that whole sentence was.
1: <laughs> charity Christmas cards, and they're using slaves.
0: Yeah, what the hell?
1: It's a charity, but you're forced to make them. If you don't make them, yeah. The message stated, "We are foreign prisoners in Shanghai. Uh, I'm uh, uh, Shanghai Qingpu. I'm I'm saying that wrong. Qingpu, Qingpu? yeah, Qingpu prison, China. Forced to work against our will. Please help us and notify human rights organization."
0: That's crazy. crazy. So they're foreign prisoners. Mm
1: -hmm. Um. So I guess that's the little girl who was like, "Oh my god, we gotta do something." Yeah, because
0: she found the card or found the the message on the card. Wait, scroll up. What does that say? We didn't open the cards on the day we got them. We opened them about a week ago. We were writing in them on about my sixth or eighth card. Somebody had already written in it. Hmm. So that's how she was. So she was writing Christmas cards for charity and she opened one of the cards and it had that message in it already. And I guess Tesco shut down the operations there. So I'm just wondering, like, are they gonna? Is anyone gonna investigate that,
1: or are they're know. just gonna be
0: like, well, I guess we're not not doing business. You know
1: what? You know, it's also kind of crazy, uh, is that if they were so gung ho on the on the slaves, whatever, wouldn't you have thought you'd been like, I'm gonna make sure the quality control is good on them, just to see if they're doing their job.
0: You think China's good at quality control? Oh I'm sorry. Oh, there's a like- message
1: here. Please help us. That's ah, fine. No one will know. <laughs> QA, working great over there in that China slave factory or whatever the fuck.
0: Great sentence.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Tesco donates 300,000 pounds each year from the sale of cards made in China to the British Heart Foundation, Cancer Research UK, and Diabetes UK. Uh, Tesco spokesperson said the company was shocked by the discovery and had shut down operations at the facility. We would never allow prison labor in our supply chain. We were shocked by these allegations and immediately halted production at the factory where these cards are produced and launched an investigation.
0: They did launch an investigation. Okay.
1: From an outside company or was it from inside? Like We can't can't make our business look bad. Well,
0: it's already in the news. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, scroll down. Are they going to show the message? I wonder if they were going to show it because there's a picture of a card there.
1: And we should point a star. The front of a Tesco Christmas card from the same pack as one found to contain the message. When I looked at the message, I thought it was incredible and wondered if it was a prank. Who said he later realized it would be not it would be wrong not to pass it on to its intended recipient. Mr. Humphrey said other inmates, other former inmates at a foreign prison unit at Qingpu, told him the packing of Christmas cards had been happening for at least two years. Man. That's crazy though. Like, it kind of makes you wonder how long that's been going on.
0: So if they found that guy who wrote it in there, I wonder if they killed him.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Like, like, like I wonder if someone did that on purpose, you know, or maybe it was within the company or like, we can't, I I feel terrible working for this company. Now I'm going to just tell everyone about it now, but through this, through these means. Yeah, maybe. Of course, then the little girl's one that found it out, and then you know she kind of like, oh yeah, is oh fuck, I'm gonna show it to someone, mm-hmm. and hopefully they'll tell everyone else. So now it's in the news. That's crazy though, just to know that it's because now you're looking at a Christmas card, like you're wondering, oh, I wonder who made this card. Yeah,
0: I know, right? <laughs> it's like maybe I should just make my own cards.
1: Yeah, this I'll make. I'll make my own. I'll just I'll- get my
0: own paper. <laughs> what, if, what if what if somebody was enslaved to make the paper? Okay, I better chop down my own tree. And then create my own paper so
1: you're saying is that's almost impossible to get away from wondering if the thing you're wearing or holding or whatever if is it's made
0: in china made
1: in china or someone was forced to make it through slave labor
0: save labor save
1: labor yeah <laughs> so yeah that's crazy that's a crazy story
0: yeah we'll move on to something a little bit uh
1: a little more uh jolly
0: yeah, it's like here's some holiday, holiday cheer stories. Here's some slave labor in China. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so you want to go to this one here? This one next? Yeah. okay.
0: This is just sad.
1: All right. so the US government lists fictional nation Wakanda as trade partner. So because you know Wakanda is such a you know it was such an iconic area you know in in the in, in the movie world these past couple years because, you know, black Panther, you know, it's fine. We got, we finally got the first black superhero, even though they're forgetting, you know, steel with Shaq and um, what's his name? Spawn. who was played by a black guy, but nobody, you know, whatever, who cares? But yeah, so black Panther is great. But Wakanda, Wakanda forever. The U S department of agriculture, listed Wakanda as a free trade partner, despite it being a fictional country.
0: Yeah. Apparently it was an accident Mm -hmm. because they were doing like a test run. Or something yeah. I, I don't know, it had something to do with their like the way it was coded or something. So they had Wakanda listed as a trade partner, and the things that we were trading with them included ducks, donkeys, and dairy cows. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, what was that one element from Wakanda that that everybody wanted? That like powers their city. I can't remember
1: Oh yeah, it. I can't remember either. I think it was like maybe like I don't know, quantum or uh, aluminum. I don't know. Something
0: like that. I don't yeah. I don't know. I'm not really that big. I can't remember on
1: what it, what it was. Marvel yeah. movies,
0: but uh yeah. So why are we not trading that? Like are they are they sending us that and we're sending them dairy cows? Like it seems a little bit weird. Is that a fair trade? It wouldn't have
1: been as fishy if they say we're sending them uh, non dairy cows. So Oh
0: we're sending them almond milk. Very cows. smart,
1: yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, no, oat milk and uh you know mm-hmm. almond milk and cashew milk. I don't even know cashew is made milk. schmade milk? schmade milk. <laughs> can't talk. Told you every time, every yeah. single I think am I think I'm considering quitting now because I can't talk.
0: Quitting what?
1: Quitting the show because I can't talk.
0: It's just gonna be.
1: Just going to be you from now on.
0: So, (laughs) (laughs)
1: what? Oh, really?
0: (laughs) I guess I got to quit.
1: Oh, really? I think maybe we should just both quit. This is the last episode we're ever doing ever. You said ever. Ever, ever. Ever, ever? (laughs) Anyway. So, yeah. Good job, you guys, government. Just showing how great you are. Anyway. All right. So, the next episode. um,
0: The next episode. I think we need it like a director, and then we need. I think yeah, lines. someone needs to do
1: it for us. You like what? Which one? Yeah, that one.
0: We need like one of those. Um, what is it called? Where they where you read the words in mm-hmm. the back? What is it called?
1: Like cue cards.
0: I mean, like uh, oh, a teleprompter. Oh we need yeah, a teleprompter back there. To
1: what are you like Obama what? and Trump? We need like a teleprompter to make us sound. What are you, you talking
0: know? about? Trump doesn't even use a teleprompter.
1: Yeah, he does. When he does that. Barely. A, you know, wait, no, he does.
0: How do you know were you there?
1: I don't know. You know those little things, the little things that go like this? I think those are the teleprompters like the little brown things
0: that go like this and they're brown. Wow, that sounds weird. All right.
1: (laughs) Oh my (laughs) god. You know what else sounds weird? What? What else sounds weird? This
0: story. Where is it? Mm. This one.
1: Oh, another Christmas story.
0: Okay, that's not the
1: Oh, yeah. Vegan gamers level up with all day Christmas feast in a can.
0: Because, you know, if you're a gamer, you don't want to get up. Oh, here it is. And you can just open the can. It says, unique holiday feast is aimed at gamers who don't want to leave their gaming chair on Christmas Day. Jeez. And it's now offering vegetarian and vegan So they're
1: that fucking lazy. They don't want to get up. Where do they have to go to the bathroom? No,
0: no, no, no. You got to. They're focused on the game. Oh. So they can't do that. Oh. I don't know about the bathroom part, though. No.
1: All right. So they have nut roast, mushroom, Wellington, sprouts. Uh, Is that Toblerone?
0: Yeah. I mean, there's dessert in there, too. Wait, so. they have
1: chocolate. They have a, the chocolate candy bar Toblerone in there. Are you serious? Roast <laughs> parsnips and carrots, Halloween pigs and blankets, cauliflower cheese, Yule log. What the fuck? What does that even mean?
0: Sounds very uh, European.
1: Veggie gravy, gingerbread pancakes, cranberry sauce, and potatoes. I mean, that stuff would be good, but not in a fucking can.
0: It would, I mean, it would be good separated. Yeah,
1: separated, yeah.
0: And not in a can. But not
1: in a goddamn can. Can you I mean?
0: imagine opening the can and you're like, well, I guess first, I, first I'm having the nut roast.
1: That probably doesn't smell that good, I would imagine. Man, it, I could be wrong, but I would. I
0: kind of want to buy it now.
1: Just to try it. Yeah. Test it at least.
0: Like a weird weird food episode and then we just try like Christmas Christmas tinner
1: because I mean in a can. yeah like we we're saying before separate this stuff would be good and it would smell great and I'm sure it would taste good but in a can and all that that's a sitting there for who knows how long
0: you know I wonder I, I I'm starting to wonder like its
1: own juices
0: the vegetarian or vegan one would probably be better than the the one with meat in it because yeah, you can imagine like That is true. Really processed meat sitting on top of like. I don't
1: know. Does anything that looks like. Top of a tabarone? Anything that looks like that, that looks like someone, like, you know, it looked like someone chewed it already and just spit it out. Someone threw it. And dried it up.
0: So it's like someone threw up their dinner in order.
1: Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think you make a good point, though. It feels like meat, a meat version of that. That would probably smell even worse.
0: Yeah. Can you imagine like some like really, really processed beef, like sitting on top of it or something?
1: Like those Vina sausages and little cans, you open them. And even those kind of smell like. I
0: haven't had to open one of those in a uh, long time.
1: Gets us back in the day. The only, for me. the only
0: thing, the only thing that I open, like the only canned meat that I open is mm-hmm. uh, uh, what is it called? Mm-hmm. Canned pink salmon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then whenever I open that can, then Misha comes. For me.
1: <laughs> yeah, could you imagine if they did that uh, Christmas dinner salmon? Beef. They have all the meats and they're like, oh. Drunk, That's yeah. for a cat. The fuck is wrong? <laughs> That's true. For a cat, they'd be like, oh, God, this is great. And for humans, be like, you know, puking and stuff.
0: Yeah, you know, I tried to feed Misha like the fresh food, like the fresh raw food mm-hmm. that you're that if she was out in the wild, she would go catch it and then eat it. Yeah. She didn't want it. She was like, oh, fuck this shit. It's gross. I don't want to eat raw meat. She's either.
1: fully domesticated is what you're saying? hmm
0: the only raw meat chili is uh, dry or what is it called? Freeze mm. dry. Raw meat. Hmm. God, it just looks weird. Yeah. For the people listening, it's just look it up. It's called or The, the company's called game and then it's called Christmas tinner with
1: a T. Yeah. T I N N E R. It, it, it just, yeah, it does not look that it doesn't look advertising. I mean, I don't know for all I know, like I was saying, I mean, it, what if it would, tastes amazing? Yeah, I know, right? It oh, smells it's, terrible, but it's, but it tastes great.
0: This is like the best thing I've ever had. <laughs> anyway,
1: so oh, that's is it's a three course meal. No wonder. Right, okay, so that's what now it makes sense why it's fucking Toblerone in it.
0: Oh yeah, it's the whole dinner. Jesus Christ.
1: Anyway, all right. So the next one that we're gonna go to is uh, a more serious one right here. Right, this is the one.
0: I guess is that yeah, is oh, yeah, the next yeah. one, yeah. Yep.
1: So this this is crazy. A 69 car pileup on Interstate 64 sends dozens to hospital near Williamsburg.
0: Yep, and this is in Virginia. And apparently, what happened because I was looking at some some of the tweets about it, mm-hmm. like some people were there or like they drove by it while it was happening. Um, there was ice on on that part of the road, and it was really really foggy that day. Or I guess it's yeah. Um and some of the cars started crashing into each other and then no one could see that because there was fog there. So then it ended up with a 35 car pile up and sixty-four people were involved or sixty-nine
1: vehicles, yeah, were involved in the crash. Yeah. Uh, fifty-one people were treated and taken to hospitals. Two of those victims had major injuries. All lanes have now reopened.
0: Yeah, and one of the other people who drove by there said that the cars were literally going like vertical up, like crashing, like because it was at highway speed and they're crashing and going up.
1: Oh, because the impact was so yeah. crazy. Yeah. That well, that also kind of just makes you wonder, like, who's like, who started that whole thing? It had to have been someone else is going, oh, it's foggy, but the speed limit 75. I'm going to go 75 and 80 miles an hour when you're you're not supposed to do that. You know, I mean you know yeah. if you can't see in front of you very far why would you just risk that i don't know
0: oh this is another reason why i'm scared of roads
1: yeah it's another reason too where it's it's like a general rule you know like depending on the weather like if it's raining you you want to go maybe i don't know 5 miles below if it's snowing you want to go at least 10 15 yeah. miles below if it's foggy i'd probably do the snow one you no know, about 10 15 miles yeah also it's, it's like
0: really cold right so yeah the roads can rice rice over
1: rice are you hungry Are you asian and hungry right rice
0: (laughs) i guess so (laughs) yeah but anyway they can ice over Mm -hmm. and then become dangerous
1: yeah so i mean especially during the you know winter time it gets really bad so (laughs) it's like being like living in texas you know if it snows like a centimeter everyone freaks out like oh my god what's going on apocalypse is happening Ah!" i know
0: it's like you might as well just not even go out if it's yours. Yeah,
1: closed. exactly. It's crazy. But uh, it's good, though, that uh, it seems like no one's actually got killed, which, which is miraculous. Kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, so gl- glad that people are, um, at least as of right now, no one's died. But
0: Can you imagine, like, reporting that to your insurance company? How many other witnesses were there? 63. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, okay. We have to interview all of them. Oh well, shit. Like, who's, <laughs> whose fault is it? Does that one person in the front? He's have pay to for pay all for all the of them?
1: <laughs> all those shirts for the cars. Man, that'd be a fucking hefty ass bill. That'd be
0: be like my life was destroyed when sixty-three suck. car or thirty-five cars. Mm-hmm. Sixty. Okay, look in the in the caption. It says thirty-five car pileup, but sixty-nine vehicles were involved. I'm confused.
1: Hmm, yeah, that's kind of weird. It says thirty-five car pileup Sunday morning, um, and Virginia State Police say six nine vehicles were involved in the crash.
0: Maybe some of them didn't crash; they were just there.
1: Yeah, that's that's probably what it is. <laughs> and then, like, well, the update before that, uh, last recent update says officials say that they took thirty-five people to the hospital out of this crash. Sixty-three cars were involved, and then, and then, like four hours later. Police say six, nine vehicles were involved in the crash. Jeez! It's like, man,
0: maybe it, it was just not updated. The caption. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: Anyway. So the last thing that we have is a uh, Florida man story, but it's actually a, a good Florida man story. So I think it's a good uh, note to end on for our, uh,
0: for our Christmas episode. Yeah. Because, you know, we have to end with a good spirit.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Merry Christmas and a happy new year. All right, Florida man spends $4,550 to pay strangers' utilities bills before Christmas.
0: Such a good man. Mm-hmm. I mean, last week he was getting eaten by, eaten by an alligator. But
1: I know. When Mike Esmond saw that his utility bill was due on December 26th, he thought back to the winter where he and his family spent without heat. They had fallen on hard times and weren't able to pay their bill. This year, he was grateful he didn't have to he didn't have such a worry, but he thought of the families who did and decided to help in any way he could. Esmond, a 73 year old resident of Gulf Breeze, Florida, ended up paying the bills of 36 families who were at risk of having their utilities shut off. In all, his generosity amounted to $4,558. It's really cool.
0: That's so nice.
1: Yeah. I didn't want anyone else to go through that same thing. I wanted to do something that I knew would really make a difference for people around Christmas time. So yeah, that's really cool. Um, man, I, I can't imagine living in that type of uh, environment, you know, where you, you like, you don't know. Cause I, you know, like you're living paycheck to paycheck and you know, Oh my God, my utility bills are gone. And then this guy, I'm just going to pay it whatever. Cause I went through it. I don't want anyone else to go through, at least in you know, in my neighborhood or whatever. Mm-hmm.
0: So it says the families whose bills were paid were alerted through a Christmas card that read, "It is our honor and privilege to inform you that your past due utility bill has been paid by the Golf Breeze Pools and Spas." I guess that's his business.
1: I believe so. Yeah. Um. You can rest easier this holiday season, knowing you have one less bill to pay. On behalf of Gulf Breeze P- Pools and Spas, we here at the Go- city of Gulf Breeze would like to wish you and your family a happy holiday season.
0: Okay, so he just donated to that company, and then they picked they picked the people. Okay, so
1: no, no, Michael Esmond, he is the owner of Gulf Breeze Pools and Spas. So yeah, they Oh, okay, yeah, okay,
0: okay, I was right in the beginning. Yeah,
1: okay. yeah. So. That's pretty cool, though. So I wonder if he just took some of that money, like some of the profits, and just used that to, mm-hmm. to do that. So that's pretty cool. So uh, charity goes a long way. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't you know, forced to do it. He just did it voluntarily. So there you go. Volunteerism at work. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's a, that's their uh, Field good story. So I know we had some other good ones, you know, like, uh, you know, forced slave labor and <laughs> But we had a good feel-good story at the end there to have some guy who decided to kind of his own heart to some guy, some this guy, Florida man. Oh, Florida man! Sorry,
0: yeah,
1: Florida man. To you know, because like you're saying, he's all over the place. You know, yeah,
0: he's been all over the place this year. Mm-hmm. Let's just end with a good Florida man story, you know?
1: Yeah. All right. So, do you want to kind of say anything in terms of like you know ho- holiday greetings or any Hollywood holiday messages that you want? Hollywood to greetings? Yeah. To tell 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 our listeners and viewers.
0: Well, thank you for watching us. Even though sometimes we can't talk mm-hmm. or or I don't know talking about the same thing other people are talking about. Or being awkward. Yeah, we try to pick different stories than what other people are talking about. But uh, yeah, and hopefully you'll enjoy the next three episodes, which are interview episodes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So.
0: We've got some good people.
1: Yeah. And uh really look forward to that. And I hope you guys enjoy them. And yeah, as for me, thank you for your support. Thanks for watching and listening. Really appreciate it. Um, you know, help us continue to build this podcast and this uh, YouTube channel. Uh, you know, however you're getting uh, you know, this information and however you're listening and watching us, whatever.
0: you're getting this
1: information. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, so you know, I I'm getting
0: it through a message in the bottle
1: in the, in the, through a Morse code,
0: yeah, or like a bird flying in with a with a transcript of mm-hmm. our podcast, episode. telegram, yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I 2020 is going to be, uh, I think, a, a good year for us in terms of the show, so I really hope that you in guys, in terms will, of the show,
0: mm-hmm. what about the rest of our lives?
1: Well, you know, I'm talking about in terms of the show, it'll be good, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, uh whatever. I don't know. What? I feel
0: like we should show Misha, but she's asleep.
1: She's asleep, yeah, she's right here.
0: Here, wait, we could take this off, right?
1: Yeah, here. Pick her up.
0: She's like, Oh my god, I'm sleeping. Come on. All right. Oh. This is this is a good wait, just show oh. her to the camera.
1: Look, at Look the, the other way, Misha. Look at the Mish. Uh-huh. Oh. She's like, Why do you wake me up? This is what it's like now when we when you wake us up at three in the morning. Yeah. Now you know what it's like. Now you know what it's like.
0: <laughs> so if anyone is listening, uh, Misha is right in front of the camera and she's not meowing because she just woke up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for watching and listening. Merry Christmas and uh, have a happy new year. And please continue to support us and we'll see you in 2020. Bye. bye. Say bye
0: say bye now you know what's happening thanks for listening if you want to support the show go to hapasupremacy.com and follow our social media have a great day